The future of radio. 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 It was such a good day. I it thought was, this was going to be the cherry on top. Well, well, no. I mean, it's been a fantastic day. Actually, I've had a <laughs> wonderful day. I was just like, wow. I mean, can it get any better and actually have this on top of it? You know, <laughs> just add this into the mix and finally see that girl uh, get exposed for what she is. Was that you clicking there? I think that, I don't know. Yeah, who cares? It's, I'm going from a computer screen that's about 13 inches wide to one that's an inch wide. Yay, <laughs> it's a that's, little harder to navigate. That's all right. Minor technical difficulties. Just uh, technical difficulties. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Ekstillen. So, we, um, <laughs> so yeah, we've we've had a fantastic day. Not a lot of stuff that we can necessarily bring up right yep. now. But, uh, but but sooner than later. Things uh, things that everyone will find out about. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, yeah, so I had some, some wonderful meetings today. Productive. I feel productive. I feel very productive. Yeah. <sighs> We've Nothing goes it. with productivity more than Mickey's. Well, it's our just reward. Cheers, friend. Take your reward. Here, cheers. <laughs> you take your reward. <laughs> you take your reward. God, that's the best thing Alec Baldwin has ever said. Yeah, he said a lot of good stuff, though. But mm. yeah, that's that's the only thing I can think of right off the bat. No, that's... Take your reward. That is the magic line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I have scoured this like three times, and I have uh, not found her. Man. So let me preface this by saying, Greg Nibbler... Is a loving man. He I doesn't am. dislike a lot of people. Well, I don't. He's grumpy, but it doesn't. I mean can that be he, grumpy. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he necessarily like actively dislikes a lot of people. No. There is one person in mm-hmm. particular in this uh, beautiful town of Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. that Oregon, Oregon, that Greg hates more than anyone in the world. Yeah. Which are you going to give the? Have you given the backstory before? I don't know if I have because, quite honestly, I'm a little bit terrified she might listen to the show. She might actually. I don't know if I want to tell the story. <laughs> She won't know. She won't know it's her. She probably won't even remember. Probably not. No, she wouldn't remember. All right. So we won't reference the bar. Okay. Know this though. If we go out and she's around, you're gonna have to uh, run blockage. Yeah. She loves me. Okay. You're fine. All right. I I legitimately am though a little bit nervous. I don't don't even worry about it. Okay. So uh, I was on the internets and uh, my buddy Jedediah is actually on the cover of the Oregonian today because he's in that movie or that TV show Portlandia, Mm -hmm. which you've seen and I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Yes. uh, I don't think I could talk about something. I was almost involved with that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you might be again. So. And possibly. Yes. All right. So, yes. And everybody you know, is really excited about that show. Mm-hmm. And I had um, seen Jedediah tagged in a picture from, um, you know, that somebody had taken of the Oregonian shot and, you know, like tagged him. And the caption read like, Jed, you're on the front page of the Oregonian where you belong. Unlike blank. See, he was on the front page of Busted. Now you've totally given it away, though, though. Now this person is going to know who. If they're only if they're friends with him. I guarantee they are. Greg, I swear to God, they have nothing to be afraid of. All right. Nothing to be afraid okay, of. Okay, I'm trusting you on this okay, one. Okay, All no. right. So, yes, I will tell the story about this person, this uh, woman. What should we call her? Let's call her Dolly. Dolly. Yes. Okay, yes, Dolly. Mm-hmm. Just a lovely gal. Uh, so, so this happened, actually, this was a few years ago that this happened, and I was outside of a local establishment where I lived at the... I lived... Well, actually, I didn't live there, but... Um, my girlfriend at the time mm. did. And uh, so uh, my, my buddy Gavin, actually, who's in Courage, too. Mm. Uh, so my buddy Gavin and I were at, this, were at this local establishment where we went quite frequently. And <coughs> excuse me. And we were there until closing. So it was 2.30 and, you know, they're like, asked everybody to leave. So we're waiting outside. And I was waiting with my buddy. Um, I was only going to be walking about four or five blocks away, but three or four, something like that. It was very close. But I was waiting with him while his girlfriend was coming to pick him up. And we were the only two ones on the street. And out of nowhere, this uh, Dolly lady 
uh, came walking up, and now she was at the bar the entire night, too. And I knew who... She, I'd met her a couple of times through friends who had possibly had relations with her, but I didn't know her very well, and I wasn't hanging out with oh, her. Oh, yeah, she had relations with one of my ex-boyfriends I dated for two years uh, a day after we broke up. So. Wow, that's... Well, that's... Uh, yeah. that, doesn't that seem kind of uncharacteristic? Uh, and we've talked about it, too. She was like, why don't you like me, sir? I'm, well, like, I'm like, I don't not like you. I mean, now I'm over it, but at the time, that was a pretty shitty thing mm, to do. <laughs> well, that is a testament to the classiness of Dolly. <laughs> yeah. So Dolly was there. I think she was actually helping bar back or something for a little bit of the night but she was she was drinking by herself and I just kind of ignored her so anyway my buddy and I are standing outside of the bar there's nobody else out there the streets pretty much the street was empty actually there was no cars coming by no people on the streets and we're just talking and all of a sudden this girl comes out uh, from around the corner I don't know where she had been like around the block or something and she walks up and she starts she comes up to both of us and starts yelling at me fuck you fuck you you fucking asshole I know what you fucking did and just berating me. And I'm like, I, at first I thought... And I you've didn't, never met her before. I had met her, like, uh, only through a but friend. Like, a, I had no interaction with her. She was in the Portland same establishment. people know her. She's a lady of the block. She was, she was in the establishment. Not a prostitute, but you know. I don't know that. Uh, she was prostitute. in the establishment. Um, and obviously, I, it was a very small place. There was only like 15 people in there. And I never talked to her one time while I was in there. So mm-hmm. that's how, uh, what an amazing friendship we had. Mm-hmm. Up to that point. So, um, so yeah, she starts berating me with this, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you may have me confused with someone else. Like, it took us a minute to try to understand what was going on, uh, Gavin and I. And I'm like, no, I, I think you might have me confused with someone. And she's like, no, fuck you. I know exactly who the fuck you are. I know what you fucking did, you fucking jackass. Did you like, ever find out what she thought you did? Oh. Oh, no. I have no idea who she thought I was, and so or what you did, or what I, or what this person that she thought did. Um, and she starts walking up to me, and she's getting closer and closer. And all of a sudden, she oh. uh, she kills her leg back and tries to kick me in the nuts. Mm. And I'm standing there, and luckily she was drunk enough that it was slow uh, slow enough that I could see it, and I uh, kind of blocked it with my legs, a little karate training. So I, I blocked it, and I'm like, get the fuck away from me! Like I don't know what you think just happened, but you need to leave. Like, get out of here. And the whole time, I'm thinking this in my mind. Like, so it's me and my buddy, two guys outside of a bar at 2.30, and a single girl thinking we did something to her. Oh, that is not a good scenario. How is that going to look to anybody that shows up? It doesn't matter that she's insane. Nobody is going to know that. She thinks I did something to her, whatever this thing is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm getting pretty nervous about this. I'm like, go away, go away. Well, because she's causing a scene and you can't do anything about it. No, well, she's trying to attack me. And it's it's like I have to defend myself. But at the same time, I so I once I blocked it, I just kind of pushed her leg down. And I was like, okay, go away. And she immediately reached in and grabbed with her hand and grabbed my shirt right about the collar. And I'm and just held it there and was getting all in my face. Yelling the same kinds of things. Mm. Fuck you, you fucking asshole, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, you need to let go of my shirt right now. Because I went into, it kind of sobered me up pretty quick, actually. So I went into management mode. I'm like, remove your hand from my shirt right now. And she wouldn't do it and kept, was basically ripping my collar. Mm -hmm. And so I told her, I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach down with my hand. I'm going to grab your wrist and I'm going to squeeze until you let go unless you let go of my shirt. And she wouldn't do it. So I'm like, okay, here's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Just talking through the whole time. Like I'm reaching down and grabbing your wrist and I'm going to squeeze. And so I did it and squeezed her wrist until she let go and then just kind of threw her hand off of me. And at that point I, um, I was pretty freaked out. And so I ran up and I was, I tried to go back into the bar, but it was closed. And so I started pounding on the door and, uh, I, I knew the bartender that worked there. We'll say his name is, uh, 
Dawn. Okay. So uh, I pounded on the door. I'm like, Dawn, Dawn, <laughs> and <laughs> screaming at. Scream, Dolly's attacking me. Dolly's attacking me. And so Dawn comes out the door. I'm like, and I'm legitimately freaked out. I'm like, dude. She's fucking crazy. She just tried to kick me in the nuts. She just grabbed my shirt. Like, I don't know what's going on. And uh, Don comes out and he's like, Dolly, get the fuck out of here. God damn it. These guys are good customers. Go away. And she was like an employee too at that point, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. And I had, yeah. And I had been going to the same place for years. I mean, it was my local establishment when I lived in this section of Portland. So, um, so I was very well known and not known as a threat to anyone. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, went in and had some beers. And so she takes, uh, turns around and like runs off. And runs around the block. And at this point, I'm really freaked out. And I don't even want to walk back to my girlfriend's house. Mm. So I decided to wait there with Gavin for his girlfriend to come pick him up. Because he lived further away. And I was just going to get a ride for the four blocks. Because I didn't want her to see where I was going. So she shows up. And um, I get in the car. And Becky, uh, Becky won't care if I say her name. So Becky shows up. And I get in the car with them. And I'm trying to explain to Becky what happened. But we go the four blocks. And we kind of try to go an extra block out of the way to get there. Mm -hmm. And so we show up at the house and I'm like, thank you so much. And I'm getting out of the back seat and bam, right there is Dolly. Oh my God. Grabbing the car door. So she had watched this entire time. And and like ran like fucking RoboCop or something. I don't know. I don't know where she was was hiding. Terminator 2. Because there was like a 10 minute gap between the point where she was, um, where she ran off when Don yelled at her and when I actually got to the place where I was going. So somewhere she was hiding for this 10 minutes watching us. And then, yeah, running like a fucking puma. Like in a dumpster or something? I don't know. I don't know. But she was right there at the door and holding the door closed. So like, so it was like half open. I'm trying to get out. And she's like, fuck you. Just fucking cut me then. Bawling and yelling this at me for me to cut her. Oh, wow. And at that point, I'm like, you crazy bitch. Get the fuck away from me. And... I didn't even have to go any further because Becky at that point knew what was going on and Becky is the nicest person ever. But don't fuck with Becky. Oh, yeah. And this this chick was fucking with one of her friends. So Becky turns around and she's like, you crazy fucking bitch, get your fucking hands off of my car right now. And it was terrifying enough. Finally, this girl st- bawled again and turned around and just ran off. And I ran into the night, ran off into the night. I ran into my girlfriend's house and I actually called the bar back and because I wanted to get a hold of Dawn and let him know what had just happened. And of course, it was Dolly who ran back to the bar. Oh, did she answer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. And I knew it was her. And I'm like, I want to talk to Dawn. She's like, Dawn's not here. Like, yes, I know Dawn is there. I was just there. No, Dawn's not here right now. And just hangs up on me. And so I kept calling over and over. She would answer it every time and just hang up on me. Oh, my God. So. I didn't realize that part. That's, mm-hmm. that's batshit. Oh, yeah. It's full on fucking crazy. And that is why I do not like this girl. And that is the story of why Greg would have been very excited if her co- face was indeed on the cover of Busted. But it is not. would love that. <laughs> but anyway, still a good day. So, yes, that's my story of Dolly. Did I ever tell you I dated someone who was on the cover of Busted? No, but I don't know why, but I'm not really surprised. No, and you shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he keeps it as a point of pride. Really? Mm-hmm. Do I know this person? Mm-hmm. Who? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. Nope. Yep. Not surprised. I know. I know. All right. Well. There you go. Classy. That's one to grow on. No, right. I don't. I don't recognize a single person this week. Mm. <laughs> well, that's too bad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a slow week. Oh well. Um. Oh, we should. Well, after that, um, the craziest, uh, before we like move on, because we have our special guest here as yes. well. With the best last name ever. Yes. I can't even say his real, his first name. I just want to call him Mr. Funches. Yeah. Mr. Funches. <laughs> Mr. Funches. <laughs> um, so anyway, 
so yesterday, actually, um, a majority of my day was spent. Uh, it was kind of sad because I actually found out of the passing of a dear friend yesterday who's a friend of a lot of people in Portland. Uh, this woman's name was Jessica. And um, she's uh, she's been struggling. Well, she had been struggling with um, brain cancer for a long time. And she was a fucking trooper. Like she beat it and she was in recovery and then something happened and she ended up passing away yesterday morning. So I was dealing with that yesterday and she was a really, really awesome lady. And she will be very missed. She was huge in the music community, like had a billion friends, was the sassiest most like take no shit. I'm so glad she was mm-hmm. on my team, woman. I have ever met. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like old school, like hardcore fucking rocker. Mm-hmm. Like you do not mess with her. She's just an all around badass she chick. Is. Yeah, and she also uh, helped us with uh, with our listener party last mm-hmm. year too that we had in June. So she was one of the people that uh, that helped us get that booked. And so just one of those like amazing optimistic, like amazingly optimistic people. I mean, even as she was battling cancer and like going through chemo and doing everything that she could, like all she would talk about is. You know, like have messages of optimism and how, like, you know, mm. to be kind to each other and just, you know, uh, I don't know. She was just a, a, a spectacular, amazing person. And she was also a fan of our show, too. So yeah. um, I know she listened. So I will miss her along with, like, hundreds, if not thousands of other people. Oh, yeah. All, yeah, yeah, she everywhere. is. She was, uh, if, if, if you've ever been to a show in the Portland metro area in the last, like, 20 years, chances are you probably met Jessica at some point. Yep. So. Yeah. So I just wanted to give her a little shout out and say that I love her. And that she will be missed. Cheers to Jessica. Cheers to Mickey's to Jessica. She would yes. love that. <laughs> yes, she would. <laughs> mm. Nothing but class. Yep. Awesome lady. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So so yeah. D- dealt with that some of that stuff yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was fun uh, going to the um, thing last night though. Yeah. It was which cool. a bunch of bunch of people kind of gathered mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was and fun. Out and I mean, as fun as that can be. But I mean, it was. Well, like, this is a, it was more of a instead of like a more it was like a celebration of life because this woman. Was the most boisterous lady I have ever mm-hmm. met. Like, just huge, like, loud voice, huge spirit, just, like, crazy. And so she has, you know, lots of friends to match mm-hmm. <laughs> that exact same personality. So, yeah, we went last night to um, her celebration of life and met a bunch of people and, like, talked, you know, told stories. All cool, loud, awesome people. Yeah, it was just, it was <laughs> I mean, so They really good. were. It was fun. And there were, like, a bunch of band guys. But, like, yeah, people... a bunch of, like, longtime band guys. Mm-hmm. Because guys have been in bands for, like, 20 years. And, and uh, like tour managers, just big and, like, loud people. happy dudes. Yeah, like, and it was it was fun. And a bunch of them made shirts with her name on it. You know, uh-huh. just saying like we love Jessica. And we saw this corner table of people. You know, as we got there, um, you know, like just big table. And so we're like, I'm like, hey, do you mind if we sit with you? We're friend- we were friends with Jessica too. And they're like, fuck yeah, pull up the chair. And they're like doing shots, and it was really nice. Yeah, it, it was very cool. It was exactly what she would have wanted. Mm-hmm. And then oh, before that though, we watched the whole. Yeah, we d- we did watch the whole. Kira Knightley boobies. See, and I didn't get to see that. I'm still annoyed about this. I had to sit through. There's not much to see, friend. They're yeah. tiny. I don't care. Yes, still, you it would have been some payoff. No. No, yes. Believe me, I cared. I cared. <laughs> I wanted to see Kira Knightley's boobs. Um, well, because you can I'm borrow telling you, it from that me. movie was awful. It was awful. It is terrible. It's pretty much and one I'm of the worst there, movies ever made. Yeah, I'm sitting there, like, watching through it, like, oh, God, this is so bad. This is so bad. I don't want to watch it at all. But at least I get to see Kira Knightley's boobs. At least there's this. So we watched it a up silver until lining, the point. and then no boobs. We left before I got to see them. Uh, and so. the nib man got no boobs. No boobs for no me. No boobs. Oh for darn. Yeah. So it's really hot in here. But see, then it would be weird though if I got if I borrowed the movie from you and then fast forwarded to just see the boob part. Then I would feel like I was twelve again. Well, then just lie to me and say that you didn't do that. Okay, I didn't do that, but I want to borrow your movie. Okay. I used to do that with It can't be any worse do. than my friend giving me a DVD player with a porn still in it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I think I pretty much peaked with the whole awkward things you can find in a DVD player you're borrowing from someone. 
Yeah. Unless it was like a, a very like concentrated style of porn that would have been a little more something that would have been uh, <laughs> perhaps you didn't think this person was into. Yeah, like granny tranny or something. <laughs> Pregnant Asians. Really? That it, that's a genre of porn. I'm merely bringing out that there's a genre of porn called Pregnation. Hey, the thingy went away. Yeah, it did. Whatever that noise was. Whatever it did. Thank you. Oh, it's back. And now. it's there. <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. Um, what else was I going to talk about that happened yesterday? I don't even remember. I don't know. We've talked a lot, though. Yeah. Should we bring on our guest? Yes, I think we should. Um, yeah, let's, let's bring him on right now. All right, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, an amazing up-and-coming comedian who will be appearing at the Helium Comedy Club at 7.30 and 10 p.m. tonight, opening up for Angela Johnson. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. We've seen him. We love him. He actually is legitimately one of the funniest people that I've ever actually seen do stand-up. Ron Funches. Hi, guys. Hello, Hi, Sarah. Sarah. Hi, Mr. Funches. Can I talk to Kenny? Is that okay? You oh, can yeah. talk to Kenny. Yes, we, okay. can, we can acknowledge Kenny's but presence But sometimes when he, when he gets a little overzealous with the microphone use, we have to silence him. <laughs> yeah, he loses mic privileges occasionally. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> he looks like that would happen. <laughs> so, Ron, um, yeah, we saw you. Uh, I've seen I, you a few times. Yeah, and I saw you, I think, opening up for the Sklar Brothers mm-hmm. last time. For any listeners yeah. who went to, went to that show, which you should have, mm-hmm. um, you saw Ron there. And plus... I mean, numerous other shows that you perform at there and probably all over the place, I would assume. Um, and and we, we had a comedian on, actually, um, that was talking specifically about you. That was Har- Hari Kondabolu. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was talking about how hilarious yeah. that you yeah, were. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. I like him a lot. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to say, your, your comedy, your, the, I don't even know how to describe it because yeah. your delivery is unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, it's so unique just to you. Like, I've never seen anyone that quite has that same kind of thing that you... I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Ron Funches comedy delivery. Well, the tempo. Like, I think, like, you know, delivery mm-hmm. has a, a certain cadence to it, and yours is definitely, like, yours is, like, jazzy or something. Jazz comedy. Jazz comedy. So, I mean, how long have you been doing comedy? I've been doing comedy four years now, so it's been pretty fun. I enjoy it. Um, I did, I was listening to your guys's before we got started and I had a couple notes, Uh-oh. if that's okay. Oh, oh yes. Um, <laughs> Greg, I was thinking that maybe this lady is not crazy and that Sarah was right, that she is like a Terminator from <laughs> the future. <laughs> and See? you don't know what you did yet, but she knows what you did. Oh, no. <laughs> because I've had something like that happen to me. I was at a store and a lady came up to my like newborn son and was like, your parents Parents are famous, and I thought she was crazy, but now that things progress. I'm not so sure. And she wanted you to cut her so that you could see the robotics and the wiring. And you just misunderstood the whole situation. That's my note for that. Wow, that puts a whole new spin on it. <laughs> Only the robot slut. <laughs> I know. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> you should. You should. For whatever I'm about to do to her. <laughs> it's pretty shitty, apparently. <laughs> I think you pretty much nailed that one, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to spit out of that one. Um, <laughs> Now you've got me thinking. Um, <laughs> you so, said you said you made a couple of notes. Well, I only oh now I spilt water. Uh-oh. I wasn't prepared. Let's That's have a. Okay. Should we have a timeout? Is it? 
No, let's continue. Oh, let's let it go. All right, <laughs> fuck the equipment. Ron's on a roll. It's not Ron's equipment. <laughs> I just hate Busted Magazine. That was the only thing I wrote. I don't like it. I think it's the lowest form of entertainment. It like, reminds me of like actually putting someone in stocks and throwing tomatoes at them. Like I just, I just don't dig it. But also because I've had friends on there, and I assume that I could end up on there at some point. I don't like buying yeah. it because I feel... Yeah, I, I, I buy it very rarely because I feel like I'm like taunting fate. Yeah, yeah I've known yeah. a couple of people that have been in it. Yeah. and um, yeah. It's always a surprise when you look through it and you see somebody that you know, that you didn't mm-hmm. realize was arrested for something. Yeah, I looked That's through there. That's happened a couple times. Probably, I mean, it was a couple of years ago now, but I looked through it's there okay. and there was a girl I went to high school with that was uh, that was in there. And actually, perfectly fitting that she would be in Buster Magazine, actually. <laughs> I mean, it was not a surprise at all. What was all. it for? Uh, it was assault, I think. I think it was assault and not burglary, but um, oh, what did she do? It, it, assault was definitely involved, yeah. which she was a terrifying girl back in high school. I can only imagine what she's like now. <laughs> well, just so you know, we don't use this for the show. This is a rare opportunity because we yeah. thought that Greg's dream came true. Yeah. <laughs> which is why we had Kenny stop by the store on the way here. Yep. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> to see if Greg, I think he would have probably had that thing framed or something. I probably would have. I liked you guys talking about Jedediah. I worked with him as well. On I, I may or may not be in Portlandia. Oh. Well. Awesome. Perhaps. Uh, Please say it's a joke about the one black guy in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of black people in Portland. Know, it's just a segregated a city. <laughs> you just keep them on different sides of the river. <laughs> So you excited for tonight? <laughs> yeah, I'm very did, excited. Did you catch uh, Angela's show yesterday? I caught a bit. Not, I'm going to try to watch all of it tonight. Mm-hmm. But I caught a bit of it. They uh, they loved her. She killed it. Yeah. Sweet. So, so you're uh, opening up and, and hosting, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am doing Angela that. Johnson is quite attractive. <laughs> I will say she that. She is. Yeah. She's very tiny. Mm-hmm. She was very tiny. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can be like an NFL cheerleader and not be That's super all right. teeny. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. I guess that's true. Yeah. That's the most. That's the most impressive thing to me about her resume. Like to get to the tippity top of cheerleading <laughs> is a pretty problem. Mm. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very hard. Yeah. Does she talk about cheerleading interact? I don't know yet. I'll oh, find okay. Out. All right. Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What an interview is like. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with hecklers, Ron Funches? Uh, I just try to listen to them and then shut them down as quickly as possible. Um, usually it's just, you know, someone that doesn't know the rules mm-hmm. of a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, like a first timer or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so it's quick. Like, you know, they quickly want to be shut down. But if someone's keeping at it, I usually just yell, shut the fuck up. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to leave a stage? Uh uh, no, I can't say I wanted to leave because usually I have a mindset of you're going to be uncomfortable. I'm not. You're not going to make me uncomfortable. Mm. I'd rather make you uncomfortable, which is something I can do if I'm like doing a longer set and it's just on me. But if, like I'm hosting, yeah. I'm responsible for like the whole show, mm. so I have to be better than that. A little yeah. more political. Yeah. yeah, but they're really good at helium. They'll just throw you out if you heckle nice. too much. Mm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like watching good. shows there. Mm-hmm. It feels like, um, you know, I don't know what it was like in comedy, you know, in like the early 90s, but it feels like I'm watching 
like how comedy how it should have been you know like back in the early 90s like at its start like especially mm. just like the layout of the room and everything too it feels like a comedy club well it feels like uh, I mean and I haven't been to a whole lot of comedy clubs all over the country but I've been to some in San Francisco and it feels more like that kind of a, mm-hmm. a, a vibe like people are actually really into it when you're there and the whole audience I mean there's not a bad seat in there either No, like so you can see the stage no matter where you're at it's definitely the best thing that's happened to comedy here in Portland because it is basically it's like bringing a national club here where we didn't really have one before. Mm-hmm. Now you guys, you know, you get to see like what you said. Ben Bailey was here mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Pat Oswalt's coming, no, yeah, and they weren't like they weren't coming to town before. Or if they were, they were doing like the Aladdin or yeah. something like that, right. mm-hmm. and then just taking off. Yeah. But now you know everybody gets a chance. They spend a whole week here. And then people like me get to work with them, and that's yeah. fun. That's cool. Totally. And that's been the, the best part. What's uh, What's your favorite person you've got to work with so far? Oh, uh, I like working with, I love a lot of comedians, so that's hard to say. <laughs> yeah. That's extremely hard to say. But I'll, I like, um, I liked working with Tig Notaro. I like Tig. Tig, very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had the pleasure of working with Maria Bamford, and that was fun um i love the sklars they were yeah. great <laughs> oh they are awesome and then possibly probably reggie watts i liked reggie reggie mm-hmm. oh god he's no. amazing yeah so probably what, those people what's uh what's the one comedian if you had your choice and you could pick one comedian to work with who would it be uh, <laughs> I was going to say the lamest answer, but she's dead. Uh, Lucille Ball. <laughs> I, All right. Timing was impeccable. She was a, yeah. an awesome lady. I love, yeah. I love it. I love Lucy. So you uh, came from Chicago, right? Yeah. Okay. And did you start comedy there? Or did you move out here to? No, I was a, still a child. Okay. Um, I moved from I moved to Oregon when I was like fourteen. Ah, okay. So All right, cool. I started. I didn't start comedy until I was twenty three. Okay. So what uh, what made you want to get into comedy? I always wanted to do comedy since yeah. I was little. I, I just like being funny. I can't imagine you not being a funny guy. So it's like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it seems like it's a natural fit. But I was just curious if you envisioned something out el- doing something else. N- no, I didn't think doing comedy was a real thing though. Right. So I just was like, I like being funny, but that's not a real thing. Let me find a real thing. And then I was like, I don't like anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't like anything you can offer me. So I found my way back to doing comedy. That's why we started a podcast. Yeah, I was say <laughs> that. yeah. can't that's find anything we really like to oh, do except that, for this. That's why Sarah and I are in this room. <laughs> I made a slogan for you guys as well. I don't know if you have one Uh-oh. already. No, but it's where your listeners get their daily fun employment check. Yeah, uh, I like that one. <laughs> I like that. That is good. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> so, Did you say you're going to San Francisco? I am. Next week I will be uh the 26th I will be at Cobb's Comedy Club at 8 o'clock and then at the 29th I will be at the Purple Onion for some rooftop comedy showcase. Cool. As uh Andy Haynes, he was here. He was a, he's a great comedian. He'll be there too. Rory Scoville, a couple Rory, other friends yeah. of mine. Um, so it should be fun. Cool. Have you ever performed down there before? Uh, yeah, I've been to San Francisco a few times. I like it down there a lot. Yeah. Similar to performing here. Like I like performing here, San Francisco, Seattle. They're all any place where people are smart is smart fun cities. To yeah, perform mm. totally. Yeah. yeah. Do you, you want to stick around Portland? Yeah, I like it here. I mean, mm. I like them. 
I'll see wherever it takes me. We'll know. Who knows? I love the non-answers for Mr. Funches. <laughs> well, yeah, can I please call you Mr. Funches? Sure you can. <laughs> I like it. Mr. Funches. <laughs> I don't like Funches it when you say it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You do sound kind of evil Are when you Are you a Terminator too? Sort of authoritarian. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Funches. Maybe this is what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Dolly is your biggest fan. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, Mr. Funches, do you have some time to to hang out with us for a little bit? Yeah, I definitely do. I got a little bit of time before I have to go to the club. All right, awesome. Well, should we do a little bit of... uh... Yeah, balls are crazy. What should we do? Oh, I don't know. What do you want to start off with? We we can mix it up. Are you a sports guy? Yeah, somewhat. I like some sports, not too much. If you want to talk about late 90s pro wrestling, sure. (laughs) I could talk about early 90s pro wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now you lost me. Okay, never mind. (laughs) We're on different worlds, sir. (laughs) Well, I do have some some weird world stories. Yeah, let's do some world of crazy then. Yeah, Yeah. And, and Ron, or Mr. Funches, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make eye contact. Um, (laughs) But... Uh, we, yeah. Would you like to hear some stories? Sure. And then and feel free to like chime in whenever you'd like. Yes. There are some pretty good ones. Excellent. I found one that made me go, oh my God. Does anybody die? Mm, no, but things go missing. No, things no. go missing? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Let's do World of Crazy. Okay. Hello, my friends. And I forgot to silence my phone. Uh-huh. I am a broadcast professional. Yes, you know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. What are you doing? Hello, Greg. Chapstick, Mr. Funches. Yes. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. First up. Ooh. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I love hearing that. Jesse James and Kat Von D just got engaged and are set to get married next month. Oh, wow. No one is surprised by that. It is a douchebag douchebag marriage, yes. <laughs> I was surprised. They're just so creepy. They are a perfect match, though. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Those are the lowest common denominators finding mm-hmm. each other. So you have to applaud that. <laughs> Way to kind of cancel couple, each other out. A couple of Nazis. <laughs> Take yourselves out of the game. <laughs> Jesse and Kat just don't see any reason why they should wait to trade vows. A source close to the couple explained... They're madly in love with each other and want to make everything official as soon as possible. According to the source, Jesse and Kat have already started planning for their wedding, which will be small and happen outside of California. Now, don't expect an over-the-top Hollywood wedding for the motorcycle man and his L.A. fiancé. I don't know. I didn't write this. The couple is planning to take a non-traditional route, which should come as no surprise considering their whirlwind courtship. Yeah, who would expect an over-the-top Hollywood wedding between those two? I, I don't, don't think know. you don't have to write that. No one expects it. <laughs> I just want to know who's gonna go to that. Wait, is Kat, <laughs> so it's Kat Von D that he's marrying? Yeah, not that, not the. Oh, Nazi so girl. she's not a Nazi. No, not the Nazi. Oh, okay. I, my apologies to Kat Von D. <laughs> I don't know, but she's getting married to a guy that owns a lot of Nazi paraphernalia, so I don't oh, okay. really know what that makes her. She's Nazi at least by association. a Nazi sympathizer. I think there she's. You go. I think she's Mexican though. So I think she was actually born in Mexico. So she's a Mexican not. Nazi sympathizer. Sure. That's an odd thing. I don't know if anyone's ever said those words together ever. Just you, Greg. (laughs) Quiet. I'm going to silence myself now. (laughs) (laughs) This will be the fourth marriage for Jesse James, who has three children from previous wives, Carla and Janine. 
and the second marriage for Kat and Dee, who divorced a fellow tattoo artist in 2007. That's my story about that. Can we turn that down, let's go? It's just, just, let's go. It's just the tip. You're still a virgin. In other news. It's all right. I'll be over in a second. <laughs> it feels really good, doesn't it? Oh, that's nice. Police say a man called 911 to request a prostitute. <laughs> a 42-year-old man has been arrested and charged with calling 911 to request a hooker, according to an arrest report obtained by the police. Records show that the lonely man named Lonnie Michael Feltz called 911 three times on Sunday looking for an escort. He didn't realize that he was calling a police escort service. <laughs> the first time he called, he requested a hooker and an escort to go and get boots at the store. <laughs> Wait, what? He requested a hooker and an escort to go get boots at a store. He, he needed them to go purchase some actual He wanted an escort shoes, to some boots. a hooker and an escort. All right. So I don't know if he needed like an escorted hooker. Yeah. He thought they were Just like Just wanted to look cool when he's buying the boots. Yeah, or like have a hooker, but also have a police escort. Hmm. There's a difference. Well, after an officer warned Feltz about misusing the 911 system, he again called twice more. On the third, he called uh, for a non-emergency domestic escort yet again because he really wanted to go out and buy boots. <laughs> According to the arrest report, Feltz was under the influence of drugs, alcohol, or both when the incidents happened. He's been charged with accessing the 911 system for a purpose other than emergency communication. I don't understand this story. Does he want a prostitute or did he just want someone to take him to go get boots? I think he wanted a... So it said he wanted a hooker and an escort, but then by the third time he said he wanted a non-emergency domestic escort. To go get boots. That seems like something the police should be used for. If you're really messed up and you need to go get boots and they're not busy, one of them should be able to take you. Well, you're paying their salary. Yeah. Fair enough, I think. That's the part of the serve, of the protect and serve. <laughs> I need a pizza, but I don't want to pay the delivery fee. <laughs> Greg, I have this story for you. Oh, boy. A genetic study of bed bugs, whose numbers ah. have recently exploded, suggests that bed bugs are evolving to withstand pesticides that are used <laughs> against them. That's the most terrifying news I think I've received. Entomologists are saying that bed bugs may have boosted their natural defenses by generating higher levels of enzymes that can cleanse them of poisons that attempt to kill them. Researchers have found that bed bugs in New York are 250 times more resistant to standard pesticides than <sighs> bed bugs in Florida. <laughs> because of a change in the gene controlling the resilience of the nerve cells targeted by the insecticide. Super bed bugs. Yeah. <sighs> Greg had an incident with bed bugs. These are the kind of things that will keep me up at night where <laughs> I will legitimately go home and think about this and probably spray some pesticides. Well, let me just tell you, uh, lab tests have now been showing that all over the United States uh, that bed bugs can survive pesticide doses a thousand times greater than the lethal level for them ten years ago. Oh, God. So they're getting bigger and stronger and... They're getting bigger and stronger and resistant to pesticide. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I know I won't be sleeping for a while. One of my favorite, favorite things in the world is back in the news. Okay. What is my number one next to Heidi the Cross-Eyed Opossum? A Lifetime movies? Oh, you mean person. Mate love? Thing. No, I mean... Oh. Uh, in the same category as Heidi the Cross-Eyed Opossum. Oh. oh. Oh, wait a minute. Paul the Octopus. Yes. Yes. Do you remember Paul the Octopus, Mr. Funches? 
did he pick soccer games, he right? He did. Yes. Yeah. Well, then, yes, I do. Yes. Well, this headline reads, Tentacled Tipster Paul the Octopus finally gets his own memorial. Oh. Dateline Berlin. Wow. Paul the celebrated octopus has finally got his tentacles wrapped around a soccer ball in memoriam. The Sea Life Aquarium in Oberhausen unveiled an outsized, uh, let's, excuse me, an oversized memorial to the World Cup's most unlikely star, which includes a six-foot-tall plastic replica of Paul hugging a soccer ball in his eight arms. Aquarium spokeswoman Tanja Munzig said Paul's cremated ashes were placed in a gold leaf-covered urn inside of the soccer ball where the plastic Paul is holding his remains. Paul died three months ago, and Muzig said fans around the world had asked for a memorial. Well, ask and you shall receive. Paul, of course, shot to fame because he correctly tipped the outcome of all seven of Germany's games at last year's World Cup. Also picked the winner of the Spain-Netherlands final. He made his last prediction, or excuse me, he made his predictions by opening the lid of one of two boxes, each containing a muscle or his dinner and bearing a team flag. I love Paul the Octopus. And now the worst story I've read. Okay. I'm just going to like deliver ever? this. This is the last story. No, no, this is the worst story I've read today. Uh. And this is the actual headline. This is my final story. A Kentucky man goes to a doctor for a circumcision and has whole penis removed instead. Uh, oh, my God. God. You take any opportunity to find a penis removal story and just throw it in our face. Kentucky man goes to doctor for circumcision and has his whole penis removed instead. A doctor faces a, what do you know, lawsuit and is accused of wrongfully amputating a man's penis during what was supposed to be a routine circumcision at a Jewish hospital. This poor young man's name is Philip Seaton. And he said that when he awoke from surgery, he oh, realized something was missing and he discovered <laughs> oh. that the doctor had removed oh his entire penis. Oh my God, he didn't so, oh. Boy, I really have to take a piss. Wait a minute. Oh my God. Oh, that is. <sighs> the doctor in his own defense said he performed the surgery to remove <laughs> Seaton's penis because he discovered a cancerous growth on it. And wanted to stop it from spreading. What? So the doctor did this on purpose without consulting with him and just removed. Well, I figured, you know, <laughs> there was a weird spot on it. I figured we'd just cut it off of the source. And Yeah. Yeah, I was just going with uh, it was a very tiny penis. <laughs> <laughs> and I just circumcised it. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> Kentucky man goes to the doctor for circumcision and has his whole penis removed. In <coughs> That's your crazy. Seems like nine times out of ten you end up with somebody having their penis removed. Or I can't injured. help that there is a whole like influx of people cutting off their penises. I mean, I guess it probably is hard to find vagina removal stories. No. <laughs> to counteract that. but <laughs> Yeah, the scoop out of vagina in here and there. <laughs> Are you talking about hysterectomy? <laughs> oh. Is that too far? Have I lost my charm now? <laughs> and we're going to silence Ron's mic. Oh, that's your insides. <laughs> well, I guess that story's your outsides. Yeah. And insides. Yeah. And your life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everything. Wow. All right. So, Ron, what can people expect from your comedy? 
Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I'll try to do a good job. I will have stopped smoking pot at least an hour before show. And that I'm going to probably have fun. That's about it. That's all you can expect. Well, we'll all have fun watching you. Yay. <laughs> I wanted a, like applause sound effect right now <laughs> just for that. Um, well, one of uh, Kenny B has something that he's kind of prepared. Oh, in honor of Ron Funches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, yeah. Do you have what you've prepared? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow! Look at that! Don't look, Ron. I'm not. I'm Stop cheating. <laughs> uh, so, I do you want to explain? The... Yeah, but I are need you to find looking the song. for that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. We do have to have that. Yeah. And we should explain why we're bringing. Are you going to bring on? Which one are you going to do? The regular. Uh, instrumental. Okay. All right. Oh, nice. All right, well, uh, perhaps Kenny B should explain really quick the nature of today's Kenny B's Nerd Facts. Well, Ron has some great uh, material on The Muppet Babies, which is a show that I was a huge fan of. And uh, so, all, I think all of us in this room love the Muppet Babies. Yes. So, in honor of his uh, great Muppet Babies bit, I have some Muppet Baby nerd facts. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The main cast of characters on Muppet Babies were Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Animal, Scooter, Skeeter, Rolf, and Gonzo, while Bunsen and Beaker made regular appearances. Camilla also appeared in the form of Gonzo's stuffed baby chick. In the two final seasons, Bean, Bunny. And Statler and Waldorf, Waldorf also began appearing on the show. Okay. No? That's amazing. Got yeah. It? Wow. Groundbreaking. While the show was animated. <laughs> Wait to read the character list. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great fact. <laughs> that was hard to find. <laughs> While the show was animated and many of the Muppet Babies' imaginary adventure sequences, live-action film clips were used. Mainly the clips for, were old stock footage from black-and-white monster movies, but there was also clips from Star Wars, Ghostbusters, and Indiana Jones. Oh. The character of Nanny was voiced by Barbara Billingsley, who of course played June Cleaver in Leave it to Beaver. Huh. Howie Mandel also did the voice of Skeeter, and Dave Coulier, uh, Joey from Full House... Did the voices of Animal, Bunsen, Bean Bunny, Janice, Camilla, and as well as Statler and Waldorf. Ah, I had uh, no idea. No one from Linus Morissette lost her shit for yeah, her. That, that explains <laughs> it. After. You I did was, that animal voice and her yeah. panties just dropped. Kenny. Did you say her panties just... I'm he sorry, did. I was distracted. I what? know. I'm in the middle of this segment. You can't turn my mic off. That's, this no, is the dilemma. I know. Katie Lee, who did the voice of Rolf, also did the vo- uh, voiceover work for the movie Aladdin and various TV series, including Darkwing Duck, Rugrats, <gasps> The Gummy Darkwing Bears. Darkwing Duck! <laughs> yeah! Dude, I haven't thought about Darkwing Duck in forever. You know what? I just rented Scrubs yesterday. You know what uh, show they're pitching that they just released on DVD? Dinosaurs. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I loved that show, too. I never understood why it was canceled. No, me neither. I haven't seen that. Like, what was that, 15 years ago, maybe? At least. Yeah, 16. Yeah. yeah. I, maybe even more. Yeah. Like, it's old. Do you remember Dinosaurs, Mr. Yeah, Funches? you guys haven't watched it recently. I have. It's, <laughs> it doesn't it hold up. It does not hold it up well. Hold up. well I'm the baby. It does not hold up well. <laughs> not, not the mama? No. It's not, it's not, not the mama. Great contemporary yeah. material, no? Yeah. <laughs> the guy that did the voice of the baby in that was uh, the voice of Elmo, too. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. He is full of facts. 
Yeah. But this uh, voice of Rolf girl was also in the Gummy Bears TV show, My Little Gummy Ponies. Gummy Bears, Gummy Bears. Pound Puppies. And The Little Prince. Pound Puppies, what was after Pound Puppies? The Little Prince. Do you remember that show? Yeah. I think it was early Nick Nicktoons. Was that? Yeah, actually, I do remember. Like it. In the David of the Gnome era, you know? Oh, see, that's you guys. I in love your David the Gnome. Cable yeah. television. Maya the Bee. You the littlest koala that he had. Yeah. There yeah. we go, yeah. Oh, koalas in balloons. Yeah. Me and Floppy, too. Are you rich kids with your cable? Oh, yes. The whopping $10 a month. Rusty Taylor, who voiced Gonzo, also did the voices of Huey, Dewey, and Louie and Webby Vanderquack in DuckTales. As well as Martin Prince, Sherry, Terry, and Uter from The Simpsons, and Pebbles on The Flintstones. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. And finally, Frank Welker, who voiced Kermit, also did the voice of Garfield and Garfield and Friends, Dr. Claw and Inspector Gadget, Fred from Scooby-Doo, Soundwave he Megatron. Dr. Claw? Yeah, Dr. Oh, I Claw. I loved his voice. I can't do it, so that's poor. Yeah. But he also did Soundwave, Megatron, Skywarp, Mixmaster, Laserbeak. Buzzsaw, Rumble, Frenzy, Ravage, and Ratbat in Transformers. Let's, uh, please repeat that list one more you time. You want, want the list? Yes. I think it's all the Decepticons. So Soundwave, Megatron, Skywarp, Mixmaster, Laserbeak, Buzzsaw, Megatron. Rumble, Frenzy, Ravage, and Ratbat. He did the voice of Kermit on... This guy did the voice of Kermit. That man is amazing. I would love to meet him. Yeah, and you know what else he did? Mm-hmm. He did the voice of Nibbler from Futurama. Have you heard of that character before, Greg? Nibbler? No, no one has ever brought up the fact that my last name is Nibbler, and there was also a character on a cartoon called Futurama named Nibbler. And uh, ironically, no, I did not name myself after Nibbler, but most people apparently do not know that and ask me every time they meet me. So that is your b- birth name. It's on your birth certificate. Uh, Nibbler from Futurama has two Bs. I have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I actually spelled it here with one because I assumed it was the same, but it was all your common mistake. you have any more? Uh, yes, I do. I have. <laughs> I have. A, I know a couple about the Muppet Babies that I'm waiting to see if you hit. Okay, see if I hit on them? Yeah. All right. Don't hit on the Muppet Babies, Kevin. <sighs> They're it's so cute, though. For a brief run in the second season, the program became Muppets, Babies, and Monsters 2. And a second half hour was dedicated to the new show called Little Muppet Monsters. This show featured live-action puppets and cartoons starring the adult Muppet characters. The program lasted three weeks before Jim Henson pulled the plug, despite 18 episodes having been made. The show then reverted to an hour of Muppet Babies. However, a portion of the Little Muppet Monsters theme can still be heard at the end of the show's credits. Yeah. Muppet Babies later expanded to 90 minutes after The Garbage Pail Kids was canceled before it even aired. Garbage Pail Kids. Remember that? It's good stuff. Well, every adult character in the show was only showed from the shoulders down. Just to double check, how many more of these are there? This is the last one. (laughs) Exceptions were made for Uncle Statler and Uncle Waldorf. However, it's still unclear what Uncle Statler and Uncle Waldorf did to Kermit in that closet in the episode of number 47. Great fact. Ron Funches, did you have anything to add to it? Yeah, you didn't say the one that I looked up. Um, It seems... (laughs) You're too in collusion with this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't know. The writer, I don't know if it was the head writer or just one of the main writers, was really big into Scientology. Uh, so like a lot of a lot of Muppet Babies episodes have Scientology themes hidden in them, and there's <laughs> one episode in particular that you, you can look it up on YouTube that's basically just like 
the origins of Scientology explained through a Muppet Babies episode. Real? I had Whoa. no idea. That's I kind of want to find. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. My other fact is that Gonzo grew up to work in pornography. That's not a real fact. Wow. <laughs> First one was real. Really? Yeah. Uh, I work with a girl whose great uncle is L. Ron Hubbard. And they like disowned him and moved away and changed their name because they were like, we don't want to be associated with this guy. This has been Kenny B's <laughs> Nerd Facts. <laughs> Muppet Babies Nerd Facts. <laughs> Muppet Babies Nerd Facts. I have to admit, I did have a Muppet Babies lunchbox when I was in grade school. Nice. I didn't have any Muppet Babies paraphernalia, but I did have uh, more than one pound puppy. See, never, no, I never got Do any pound puppies. Do you remember Pupples? What? Pupples? No. Was he a pound puppy? No, Popples are um, like there were these little like bouncing things, and you could tuck them inside of this. Oh yeah, they, they turned into a ball. Yeah, and you could turn oh. into a ball. They were called something else, weren't they? They're Popples. Popples. Okay, oh. I do remember that. I had a bright orange Popple with green hair. I did not have one. Okay. Though. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> Is remember. that another rich kid's thing? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I grew up in a Navy family. I was not a rich kid. <laughs> no, I know. It wasn't rich kid stuff. I just grew up out in the country, so we, they didn't run. They still have never run cable out where I grew up. So that's the, that's the only reason. You rich kids. Um, no, I did not have a, any popples or Cabbage Patch Kids <laughs> or Pound Puppies. My first Cabbage Patch Kid, it was when I lived in uh, España, when I lived in Spain, and her name was Raquel. Hmm. Raquel. Cabbage Patch Kids creep me out. Yeah, that's an extravagant Cabbage Patch Kids story. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her. She actually she lives in my parents' basement. She's still there. She's a little dirty. Really? Do you go see her every time you go home? No. Do you spend yes. a long time. No. Ew. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I spent. I'm molesting my. You said she was dirty. I said kid. nothing about molesting the <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kid. You just asked if I spent alone time with. Well, her. reminiscing about your childhood was where I was going with that, but now apparently you've taken somewhere else. Whatever. Mm. Should we take a break? Let's do that. All right. We'll be I back think Mr. Funches might need to leave. I don't know. What time is <laughs> it? Are you kicking him out? Or no, yeah, no, I, I just don't want him to stay longer than he wants me, to. I guess. It's 5.20. <laughs> I can stay for like 10 more minutes. Unless you're done with me, then I'll just leave. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to be done with you. All right. Well, I'll kick it around. Fine. Yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smooth lover man Wait. Voice. Actually, you know what? Let's just keep going. Because if you've got 10 more minutes, let's keep going for okay. a couple of minutes. Um. Would you mind doing some liners for us, actually, right now, live while we're, do- we're recording the show? Please, yeah. Please, smooth, sexy lover man voice. Yeah. Sure. All right. Okay, this is going to be Ron Funches doing liners. What am I doing? I don't know what this means. Well, this is called Fun Employment Radio. Oops, sorry. I That's was, okay. Uh, I was getting ready for it. Um, so a liner, uh, you know how when you listen to radio stations and mm-hmm. there's like, hey, this is Paul Stanley. You're listening mm-hmm. to, the, you know, whatever. It's like, hi, it's Ron Funches. And you can say whatever you want. Do you have any of them on there from some of the previous people? I probably have them on mine, but uh, we won't even worry about it. We want to yeah, we get I, Ron's I original take. That work. So basically say whatever you want, but then let people know that they're listening to Fun Employment Radio. Okay. Can I do a lot of them? How many can I do? Gosh, you can do whatever you want. you want. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, we're going we're gonna to mute ourselves. It's the Ron, Ron. Funches show. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ron Funches, and you're listening to Greg and Sarah on Fun Employment Radio. Do another one. Yeah, yeah. Say whatever you want to. You can make fun of us. All right, I will. I'm going to. Don't. Sorry. Where's my microphone? (laughs) Stop hitting the buttons. Too many buttons. Ron, have you ever wanted to start a gang and then call it the Funchy Bunch? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, now that now would be a good gang. It does. Be a very late. Yo, I'm Ron Funches. This is my Funchy bunch. Yeah, I we don't be... do much. <laughs> <laughs> we smoke a lot of weed and we laugh. We're talking about Muppet babies. <laughs> don't bother us while Parks and Recreation is on. <laughs> I want to be in your funchy bunch. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to too. I think the bats and uh, wait, what, what is our gang name? <laughs> the squirrels. squirrels. No, yeah, with the Z. The possums. Oh, that's right. Possums. We're the we're because the we could put possums. three Z's in it and make it extra edgy. Yeah, which makes it really badass. There's a gang in our neighborhood, or when I say gang, I mean. Probably teenagers who got a hold of spray paint cans, and they're called the bats with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> with a Z, it's like we're the bats. Don't they, they spray painted some like rundown uh, truck trailer like over here. And it's I like, saw one on a building trailer. over there. It's just like, oh, you know how fucking tough we are. We're the bats. bats. <laughs> what was the best thing you said? Greg? You're like, oh yeah, you think we suck blood, but we really eat fruit. We're the bats. <laughs> Watch out. We're getting your hair. <laughs> we're Tangled up in your hair and you won't even know that we're there with the bats. <laughs> the funches. <laughs> That's fun. All right, let's do let's do another Ron Funches liner. Okay. Oh, right now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Hey listeners, you're getting your daily fun employment check. At Fun Employment Radio. That okay? You want another one like that? Okay. <laughs> this is Ron Funches, and you're getting your daily fun employment check with Greg and Sarah. Should I call you Sarah X, or is that oh, fine? Oh, Sarah's fine. All right. No. Can I call you Mr. Funches? Sure, yeah, that's okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Cool. <laughs> so, Rom Funches, um, tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30 and 10 p.m. at Helium Comedy Club. You can get Correct. tickets at heliumcomedy.com or show up and uh, you might be able to get tickets at the door. Uh, it's always possible. If you get there early. Yeah. It, they sell out quick. It is an awesome club. Uh, Ron Funches really is. And this isn't as kissing as us. Like, I mean, the no. reason why he's sitting in here right now is because, A, he is lovely enough to grace us with his presence, and B, because he's fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm dead serious when I say that. You you have to go see his show. Like, it is one of the most original things that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hilarious. And you're also going to be in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I know uh, coming up soon. At, 26th and 29th? Right? Yeah, for the yep. San Francisco Sketch Fest. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have a lot of listeners in San Francisco, too. So um, 26th through the 29th. Mm-hmm. And that's at what uh, what clubs down there? Uh, the 26th, I'll be at Cops Comedy Club at 8 p.m. And 29th, I will be at the Purple Onion at 10 o'clock. Awesome. Are you, uh, do you have any other local shows coming up? Uh, nothing big. You can go see my friends around town, either at the Brody Theater, the Baghdad Theaters on Fridays. Go see. There's a lot of good Portland comics. Go see them. They are my friends, and I love them, like Ian Carmel, Whitney Street. Go see them. Gabe Dinger. He's hilarious. They are fun. And they're really, really funny people that you, people are going to wish they know now. So yeah. I don't have to say that I wish I knew them before. Just like Ron Funches. Mr. Funches, would you ever want to come on our show again? I would love to. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Win for us. <laughs> the day just gets better. It just keeps getting better. You really know what? <laughs> I'm glad. We should throw this thing away. I don't like looking that at it. That busted magazine. Well, it's yeah. worthless to me at this point. Bloop. Although now I will wake up at night and worry that Dolly is infected. <laughs> well, she is. There's really nothing you could do about it. So. I know. I mean, I wouldn't Damn it! But I still didn't need to like poke the bear while I 
talking about the story on here. And she's extra crazy lately, too. I know. <laughs> Terminators don't stop. Oh, <laughs> I've been watching. I've been watching Mental Unraveling through uh, Facebooks. Oh, she's terrifying. <laughs> That's the best way to do it mm-hmm. from a safe distance. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now I've just angered her. <laughs> I'll keep you posted as to where she's going for the night so that way you can avoid it. Okay. Please, thank you. All that right. would be great. All right, Ron, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, yes, back on soon. And, and you said people get a hold of you uh, via Facebook, right? Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Cool. Hip Anyone as can. A friend, Greg. <laughs> I'm not approved as a It friend, took like yeah. two days. I was like, God, what did I do to anger Ron Funches? Like, we, we chatted outside of Helium. I thought that we like really got along, like, you know, gave him a ride up the road. I guess I'll know. Swimming. I guess I'll know how much he liked the show, whether or not he approves my friend request after this. <laughs> You're putting a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> yes. All right. Ron, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. I like that guy. I do too. Ron, Ron is a cool dude. And I'm not kidding. Like we said, we're not, you know, just trying to blow smoke since he came in here. But yeah, he really, it's funny. No, he it's, is. He made me cry laughing when I saw him for the first mm-hmm. time. And then, like, I've seen him about uh, like three or four times. And every time is just as funny. It's, it, <laughs> I don't even, yeah, like I said, don't, even, don't know how to describe it. Just you have to see it. Yes. It's, uh, it's well worth going to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, we, uh, we have some happy birthdays, I believe, that we need to uh, dispense to some, some listeners. We do indeed. So, we've got a couple. We've got a happy birthday to Kathleen. Happy birthday, Kathleen. Who's been a longtime listener and actually came into the show, uh, I don't know, weeks or months ago, something like that. <laughs> uh, whenever. Time doesn't exist Sometime. anymore. Sometime. I don't know. Um, and also, happy birthday to Annie, who I believe is listening from North Carolina. Yes. Kind of a uh, newer listener who found Fun Employment Radio. And thank you to all of you who just recently listened. And yes, there's the train. Um, of course it is. It's your birthday train, it's ladies. It's your birthday train. Yes. So birthday here we go. Birthday train and Elvis. <laughs> and happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Do, do, do. There you go, ladies. Happy birthday. Oh, oh, it just won't stop. No. Elvis really likes you. Nobody gets a double birthday. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, should we, I don't know. That sounded like a really creepy threat. Nobody gets a double birthday. You think you're gonna get a double birthday? I don't know, what have you done to deserve a double birthday? I don't think you should talk like that. Angela Johnson is attractive. And should we go ahead and, uh... Hey, Kenny's getting ready (laughs) to see her tonight. Oh, yeah, extremely excited about this. It's gonna be awesome. Excellent. Yeah, if you guys want to come check it out, I'll I'm be okay. There. Come say hi. I think I'm gonna um, like reorganize my shoes. And Ron listeners, Funches. Will oh be yeah, sorry, tonight. I thought yeah. you were talking to me. Ron Funches is hilarious. Yes, I'm yes. looking very looking forward to seeing Ron. Mm-hmm. Should be great. Well worth the moolah to see that young man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should we go ahead and do some ball talk? A little bit of talk about balls, a little, little ball, a little maybe thing. some sports, but we call them balls because you, you play with balls. And you play with your balls? No, that's not, no. So that's not what I would. ball talk because you play with your balls. No, I said because they play with balls. When you play sports, you, you play with balls. Yeah, well, I have it playing. I think that you might have just turned me down. Oops. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm Greg. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Talk balls. Are you done? You gonna do any more? Maybe. I'm done. You done? I'm done! Alright. Alright. 
We have uh, we have a lot of stuff actually uh, to talk about today. So the main thing being the Blazers, who actually played the Clippers last night and kicked their ass. Yeah, which, uh, which was awesome. So the Blazers. Um, you know, it's a good thing they, they've beaten Sacramento and the Clippers over the last uh, couple of nights. They're going to be playing the Pacers on Saturday night. But the big thing, though, is LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge is a badass. I've got to say, I mean, this year, this is finally his year where he seems like he's completely broken out and become the player that everybody thought that he could become. So the thing for him, though, is he's still battling to become uh, an all-star. He's not going to get the votes because the people that vote generally have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. They just vote on a popularity contest, not on who's really performing at an all-star level. And so it's kind of come down to, but the coaches decide who the backups are. And it's come down to LaMarcus, I think, well, at least I think, LaMarcus, Blake Griffin, and Kevin Love. And LaMarcus, in uh, his game against Minnesota, completely dominated Kevin Love, and oh. as much as anyone can. And LaMarcus, uh, last night, uh, kind of did a lot better than Blake Griffin. His competition. So, Heck yeah. really, I, I really do think that he deserves the all-star, all-star game. Um, with the way he's been performing, especially with the Blazers and how many, how many injuries they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Marcus Camby going down now, I think it's five different players, if I remember correctly, have had knee surgery this well, year. Well, they're not even showing it, though. I mean, they're still, like, showing and, up for those games and playing as hard as they can. And that's the thing. Like, they're still, I mean, the fact that they're still competing, they're still uh, in the playoff race right now. I mean, they're at the eighth seed, which... That's incredible with how much they've gone through. And a lot of that, I mean, everybody's stepped up, but LaMarcus Aldridge, I think, has stepped up above and beyond mm. pretty much anyone else. And he he deserves to be in an all-star game. He has earned it. Um, so hopefully the uh, the coaches are going to vote him in and get so him in there. So they all vote for the, for the all-stars who all play in that big all-star game? They vote for the backups. So all of the starters, that's voted for by the fans. Okay. And, and maybe, I, I believe it's, yeah, it's all the starters are voted for by the fans. And a lot of that comes down to basically a popularity contest, which is why, like, Yao Ming, who has played, maybe he played a game this year. I can't even remember if he actually played any at the beginning of the year. Mm. But pretty much hasn't played the entire time and yet is still one of the leading vote-gators. He can't play in the game. There's no reason to vote for <laughs> yet him. Yet he's still winning. He hasn't played. Uh, yeah, but yet he's still up there in votes. So those people don't know, but the coaches do know. And I guess Nate McMillan is actually going to make a personal phone call to all of the coaches or a bunch of the coaches and uh, plead the case for LaMarcus. Nate McMillan's so cool. Yeah, he is. He's just like so, such a, like a smooth operator. He's a classy dude. Like, you know what? He shows up to the game. He's always wearing a nice suit. He's all business. Like, mm-hmm. that is exactly what you should look like. Not some sweaty, red-faced, pompous jackass you know, yelling at people. He's just kind of like... You do this, get it done, bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's old school. You know, I mean, he he's like, look, I mean, I think what it comes down to is that he recognizes the fact that it's an honor to be playing in the NBA and to be up at that level and being paid to do that, and he respects it. Mm. That's why Nate McMillan is awesome. And LaMarcus Aldridge should be an all-star. And Rudy Fernandez is hot. I, that actually wasn't in, that wasn't in my notes. No, I'm pretty sure that I saw that I don't. Earlier. I don't recall writing that one down. Are you sure? No, I, I'm taking a look at my notes right now, and I don't recall ever having written uh, Rudy Fernandez is hot. Good looking? No. Maybe it was under good looking. No, I'll, I'll have to search, but I don't recall ever actually saying that. Um, you know, I mean, He may be. I'm not denying that he is or isn't. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that. Oh, no, uh, there's no denying he's, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, the New Jersey Nets are in the news right now. And this is a story from a couple days ago, but we didn't get a chance to do ball talk yesterday uh, from when we were interviewing Angela Johnson. And so the New Jersey Nets actually, their owner, so they have the owner who's the Russian guy, Mikhail Prokhorov. And he's the one, he's going to be moving the the uh, New Jersey Nets to Brooklyn in a couple of mm. years. 
And oh, so they're going to be like the Manhattan Brooklyns. Or yeah, they wanted to call themselves Brooklyn, the New York Brooklyn New Yorkers, which, yeah, most original name ever. So hopefully they're not going to end up going with that name and come up with something a little bit original. But uh, he has been, the Nets have been rumored to be the destination of Carmelo Anthony, who plays for the Denver Nuggets. Carmelo Anthony is one of the top players in the NBA, and he pretty much has made it apparent that he doesn't want to be in Denver anymore, and he wants to go to somewhere in New York. Who wants to be a Nugget? (laughs) Seriously, a Nugget? Hi, I'm a Nugget. Well, yeah, there's that, too. Yeah, there's that, too. Yeah. So he wants out. Uh, And uh, the Nets have been going back and forth in negotiations. A lot of it seems to have become public, or at least a lot of rumors, about different things. And it keeps getting stalled and stalled and stalled. And it's lasted for a couple of weeks. So it's going to involve at least three different teams, or at least three teams, and lots of players. And so it's affected all of these other players who are all in the rumor of, you know, you may be traded. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know what it's like to go to work and then not understand whether or not you'll have a job at the end of the day. That's or whether so you're funny. Be I have no idea what that feels like. Yeah, where it's just like speculation in the media for like two weeks straight. Where it's really weird where everyone around you is saying that you're going to lose your job, yet mm-hmm. your boss hasn't told you nor anybody else. But for some mm-hmm. reason, everyone starts strangely ignoring you. Yeah. And you're not sure why. But yet you're still expected to come and perform every day. Yeah, you know, at the top level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so that would that'd be kind of a shitty situation. It really would be, but yeah. this is uh, kind of what these guys have been in. And uh, the New Jersey Nets owner actually said enough is enough and decided that um, he actually made this statement. There comes a time when the price is simply too expensive. I'm extru- instructing our team to walk away from the deal. He said that uh, all the negativity and all of the speculation going back and forth probably cost their team a few games and that it was too hard on the players not knowing what's going to happen. So he's like, screw it. Mm. If you don't want to deal, you're not going to deal. And he, he actually made this statement, too. This is in his, uh, uh, this was, yeah, him making this. I never met with Carmelo. Car- I never met with Carmelo, and I never spoke with him. Maybe he sent me an email, but I never used computer. That's why maybe I missed it. Or maybe Carrier Pigeon got lost. Oh, he talks like Rudy. He is. <laughs> it's actually from Russia, but oh. Rudy's, Rudy's from uh, Love me sexy Spain. men in broken English. So anyway, uh, he has broken off the deal with uh, with Denver. He's no longer a Nugget. No, well, no, he isn't. Carmelo stole a Nugget. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's still Nuggets nugget. there. Nugget for life. <laughs> oh my God, that needs to be a back tattoo that he gets. <laughs> that must be the number four Nugget for life. <laughs> somebody, I bet somebody in Denver does have that tattoo. Oh my God. You know they do. I will personally mail you five dollars if you can find a picture of somebody. Who has a tattoo that says Nugget for Life. All right. If you are a listener in the Colorado area and you know someone who has a Denver Nuggets tattoo that says Nugget for Life. I will mail you five American dollars and even buy the stamp. I think any tattoo with Nugget in it is pretty awesome. The word Nugget. The word you know? Nugget kind of bothers yeah. me. Why? I don't because know. Because of what it re- could possibly refer to? No, because I love chicken nuggets. Yeah. For well, some reason, Nougat sounds great, though. No. No? Nougat. I don't no, like kinda nougats. It kind of sounds like mucus. It kind of sounds like nugent. <laughs> it has that, that long ooh. Mm. See, I just think of nugent. And then you don't want to eat yeah. <laughs> crazy Ted Nugent. No, I really don't want to. I want nothing to do with that. Okay, uh, moving on from the nuggets. Uh, there's something else that's happened that actually, this really annoys me. And so it has to do with... You, Greg? I never get annoyed. I know I'm always, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm very accepting of everything that goes on in the world. But this happened. So, Kobe Bryant. No one has, uh, no, no athlete has ever received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame until now. 
Kobe Bryant is getting one from outside of the Chinese theater. What? Yes, Kobe Bryant is getting... Did he make a movie like Shazam that I totally missed? Is he no. some like movie star? Nope. At least Shaq tried to be an actor. Yeah, and you would think if it was going to be the first athlete ever to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. there may be a few ahead of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe Michael Jordan, possibly the greatest <laughs> NBA player he? of all time. I don't know. Or even if they just want to stick to somebody in L.A., Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who actually mm-hmm. was in movies. Magic Johnson, perhaps. Was Thank he you, Kenny, for stealing movie? my thunder before <laughs> I got to say it. And, yes, possibly Magic Johnson. Was, was he in a Bugs Bunny movie? Uh, Michael Jordan was, yes. I thought it was... Ka- Space Jam. Khalil. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my, so so at least a legitimate actor or something along those lines. Maybe Magic Johnson? Magic Johnson? Or let me wait until I uh, give my punchline, yes. Magic Johnson. Greg is on a sassy pants today. <laughs> no, it, just, it reminds me of the, the, the other night with Ben Bailey with... Uh, at the end of Ben Bailey's show, somebody totally oh, shouted yeah. out the punchline to his end joke. They yeah. did the entire show, getting ready to close it, and right before closer. he says the punchline, and I'm not even going to say what it is if you haven't seen Ben Bailey yet, yeah. but it was a catchphrase that you would know, and this guy just shouts it out in the middle of the yeah. audience. Oh, that is such bullshit. He it, was, I thought, uh, he, I've never seen somebody so pissed. <laughs> Greg, stop it. Greg is giving you looks. <laughs> No, no, but Kenny and I were both there. Yeah, yeah. they were. People were just not happy. Yeah, they were not happy. But Ben actually turned it into something amazing. Like, did he turn it into like a verbal spanking? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he ended up doing like an extra thirty-five minutes because of it. So no way. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. It was good. So, uh, so yeah, Ben Bailey turned it around. Magic Johnson, also someone who not doesn't yeah. have a star on the Hollywood Wait, Walk. Magic of Fame. Johnson doesn't have a star on the Hollywood Magic Fame. Johnson does not have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Kobe Bryant does. Uh, moving on. Oh, did he already do it? Did he stick his? Oh wait, and I guess that isn't the. No, he hasn't done it hand yet. Hand thing. Uh, no, I think that is the hand thing. That's yeah, where you put your man. hands on there. Yeah. yeah. So he gets the hands in the star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you, your hands are in the star. If I remember. is that no, not no, how it works? Well, I don't think I, it depends. No. I, yeah, they're separate things because like the oh, hands, they're separate yeah. things. Yeah, because the hands are right in front of the Chinese theater. Right. Like uh, like Greta Garbo and like all those people, and then like but then the stars are on the side. It's just a star. There's no like handprint. Yeah, there's no handprint. Okay, well, the... he's getting the hands imprinted. He's getting the hands wow. imprinted. Well, that's so, a bigger deal. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I guess I confused. I thought those were the same things. No, that's what I was saying. That's the entire a bigger time. deal. That's like. Those are huge stars. Okay, he's like, getting his hand, uh, actually it'll be his hand and foot imprinted oh, at Lord. the Chinese Theater, at uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater in Hollywood. <laughs> Have you ever been there, Greg? Yes. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's cool to walk around in front of it, and that's where all the uh, crazy people in the costumes are, too. Oh, outside. yeah. Yeah. That it cost you and make My you... My friend got molested by a SpongeBob there. <laughs> <laughs> It's a a terrible thing to happen. No one ever wants that. (laughs) And there was a creepy, when I was there um, uh, earlier in this year, when my sister and I went to, when my family went to Mexico, Uh and we flew back into LA, we uh, we walked by there, and there was the creepiest Michael Jackson impersonator there. And he was dancing around Michael Jackson's star. Oh, it was so creepy. That's weird. So creepy, but he was like a white dude who was trying to be black, but then tried to be white again. And so like he had like- So he like put on dark face and then white makeup over it? He put on dark face and then like whitened it. <laughs> it was weird, and like hollowed out his cheeks, and had like the creepiest, like curly hair. I don't know, it was weird. And he was like, like moonwalking on Michael Jackson's star. It was trippy. That seems kind of actually rude to do that. To yeah. moonwalk on his star, yeah. <laughs> but you have to walk on people's stars in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah, I guess you do, but yeah. you don't moonwalker. <laughs> I don't know, do a dance on them. Let <laughs> me moonwalk on your star. <laughs> That's right. 
Go be right. Magic Justin. All right, moving on. In golf news, there's this. So this is a, another testament to how it doesn't matter where you are. Uh, someone is always watching. So uh, golfer Patty Harrington, actually, um, I believe he was he was disqualified. So he's playing in the HSBC Championship. Isn't which, that a bank? <laughs> I think it is, actually. Yeah. But it's, so it's the HSBC Championship. And um, was playing this, and after the second round, he was disqualified, but not from any official, not from anyone there at the game. It was from someone who was watching at home and sent an email in saying that they saw Patty Harrington move the ball. And so I guess no one else caught it. Even the television camera crews didn't catch it. But this guy at home saw it and immediately went online, excuse me, Mr. Patty Harrington, clearly just moved the ball, and sent it in, and they went and reviewed the tape, and sure enough, he did. Holy crap. So (laughs) he was completely busted on it and actually disqualified and kicked out of the tournament afterwards. So always be careful if you're going to cheat. Make sure that no one's watching, and make sure the camera's not pointed at you. Yeah. That's generally not a good time to cheat, I would think, if uh, you have a million people watching you. That was what we learned when we watched Las Vegas earlier, Greg. (laughs) 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 We did watch Las Vegas. We did watch Las Vegas. Yeah. And I was telling, I was regaling you, um, my friend Heather's here as well, and when we were all in Vegas watching Las Vegas in Las Vegas, my head almost exploded. Whoa! That's meta. Worlds worlds collide. It was worlds collide. Seriously, that's like the worst show ever. Yeah. Yeah, but I watched it. But it had James Conn in it. Yeah, you know, I watched it up until actually. Nikki Cox girl fucked up her face. Uh, It's too bad because she was fucking hot. Nikki Cox kind of seems like the kind of girl that would go after Kenny. (laughs) Really? Well, she went after Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, okay. She did. I think she's married to Bobcat Goldthwait. No, she's married to Jay Moore. What she is? Yeah. She's married to Jay Moore. Jay well, Moore. Yeah. then who married Bobcat Goldthwait? I don't know, but I'm pretty I sure they were dating him. when they did that show, uh, Unhappily Ever After, the one that she was on. Are you sure? It's like the Nikki, Married with Children knockoff. You know? Nikki Cox is married to Jay Moore. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes yeah. a little more sense. Well, I mean, but people do get remarried. I mean, maybe she was married to, you know, mm. Bobcat, Bobcat Goldthwait. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, Nikki Cox is hot. <gasps> okay. Okay. Does it Nikki Cox though? Um, you know, pre-surgery. Doesn't she kind of look like Kenny's girlfriend? I could see a slight correlation. I could see a correlation to that. Mm-hmm. I could see a correlation to that. It's, uh, if Kenny's gr- and P.S. Kenny's girlfriend's the biggest fan of Angela Johnson that's ever walked the planet. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she sure is. Going to the show tonight. Kenny's Helium. really excited. Helium Comedy. HeliumComedy.com <laughs> is an amazing club, and you can go see Angela Johnson there also uh, along with Ron Funches. And she will tell you you're welcome for every joke that she gives you as a gift. She is quite attractive, though. I hate that that's your, like, staple. It's your one go-to. Well, it's true, though. But I don't think... I, I think that she's pretty, but I think she's makeup pretty. Doesn't matter. Is there a difference? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about dating. All right. T- picture, like, a Barbie doll with, like, no eyebrows or makeup no, painted I- on it. And then picture with everything painted. She's like a Barbie doll pre... Um, like, at least yesterday when she was in here, she's like a Barbie doll pre-putting makeup on. Well, Barbie still had some sweet oh, pair of cans. Was- I'll tell you that. You need to silence this Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think you way too long. Like yeah, I know. Time. I really did. Well, I wanted to, you know. She has a sweet set of he did, cans. He did book Angela Johnson yesterday. And uh, he also no, uh, got Ron Kenny. Funches in here. So No, no, no. So, yeah. No, Kenny's done a great job. Kenny um, has strengths and weaknesses, just like every person. Yes, he does. And right now, microphone privileges have been revoked. Uh, moving on. All right, finally here in Baltic. I'm just going to go to the end. So, uh, <laughs> this weekend is, of course, the NFL playoffs, which means it's time for me to make my predictions. Oh, Lord. Of which I believe I've been correct on uh, four out of... Six out of eight. Six out of eight. Kenny, is that true? Yeah. Analyze the math. Who's going to dispute me? Nobody knows. 
That's because I haven't kept track of your silly predictions. They're not silly. Yes, they are. Greg, who's going to win the Super Bowl? People make money on my predictions. Greg, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I'm going to tell you. No, no, but you already made your prediction earlier well, in the year. You made a bet against Aaron. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? That's all right? in the well. That's in the past. No, that's, that is in the past. In the it's past. still the same Super Bowl coming. No, up. I don't remember what happened. Now that's a different. That's it's almost like a different season because you know now we're down to four teams. It's a whole different, different season. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. All right, just does in my head. No. Uh, the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, are going to be playing the New York Jets this weekend, and uh, the Jets are, of course, the sixth seed. In the t- in the uh, playoffs, playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, and a lot of people think that the Jets are going to go ahead and win. I do not. I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will be going to the Super Bowl. Oh my god! But I'm not going to tell you yet if they're going to win. <laughs> oh, Greg, please don't tell us. I oh, know. I know you're football waiting. I know you're waiting in hot anticipation. <laughs> hot anticipation like, just, just sounds that sounds gross. really wrong. And I wish <laughs> I could take that back. <laughs> in hot I'm, anticipation. I'm really actually uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Angela's hot. Uh, moving on, Packers are playing the Chicago Bears. Green Bay Packers and Chicago Bears. Actually, this is going to be a really good game. I really want to watch it because uh, so it's Green Bay, Wisconsin, Chicago Bears. Um, they have a really fierce rivalry, and actually, there's probably a good chance there's going to be a lot of fights outside of this stadium for sure. There will be. I actually, I guarantee it. Um, you better be looking for some YouTube videos, Mister. Yes. Oh, That's yes, a- I will be. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on with this thing. And on top of that, you've got Aaron Rodgers, who's the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, uh, who's a local guy. He's from Beaverton. So um, is Aaron Rodgers the same name as that girl who had all the people? pictures of her no that's aaron Rodgers. actually there's a story of that so aaron Rodgers is r-o-d-g-e-r-s and there's aaron andrews, andrews. sorry that's what i meant sorry, aaron andrews I was okay. but those two were dating actually that's right weird. after the uh people thing yeah <laughs> people thing yeah <laughs> right after the people fiasco so, so, so there's Aaron Rodgers, the guy from Oregon, and then also on the Chicago Bears, they have Devin Hester, who's pretty much the greatest uh, return guy ever. So he's he's amazing. He actually is really fun to watch, um, just because there's a good likelihood he'll run a punt or a kickoff return back. So they're going to be playing in Chicago. But I'm telling you right now, Aaron Rodgers, local guy, is going to do good. The Green Bay Packers are going to win and be in the Super Bowl. You think the Packers are going to win? I thought the Bears were going to win. A lot of people think that. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to win. It's going to be Green Bay versus Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. I'm debating whether I should just call it right I now. I think we should take a bet. I think the Bears are going to beat the Packers. All right, what's the bet? Um, I don't know. I don't have. We haven't money. done a ringtone for a while. Ah, you pick a ringtone yeah. for a week. Really? For a week. I'm going to get to pick your ringtone for a week. For a week. Because I'm going to win. No, you're not. And they're also, I, got, I will recruit somebody who knows how to make ringtones, and I will make yours once the Bears win. Oh, bringing in outside people, I see. No, mm. that's right. And I know exactly when I'm going to make it, too. So. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm confident. Like, honestly, like, I really know that I'm going to win, so it's like... I'm, I'm actually perfectly confident because it's not going to take me any amount of time to really put together your ringtone. Oh, no, I pretty much have fine. all the pieces already assembled. Well, so. it's okay. You can just go ahead and uh, start making your sad, not going to be used ringtone while all of the Bears are kicking the Packers' ass. All right. Here's okay. the bet. Let's. Uh, we need to uh, shake or at least cheers on this. So I am saying Green Bay will beat Chicago. I'm saying Chicago will beat Green Bay. All right. Okay. Winner gets a to pick the ringtone for a week. <sighs> Done. Done. You want to know how confident I am on this? I'm going to say who's going to win the Super Bowl championship right now. Is it the Packers? It's the Packers. Yeah. Yes, I am That's saying be difficult right when now gonna, after they lose the Green weekend. Bay Packers will be winning the Super Bowl. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to beat it over uh, Ben Roethlis-Cockberger. And uh, it is a pretty much foregone conclusion. 
that Sarah will have a new ringtone next week. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You're such a jackass. <laughs> you did. <laughs> we did. We did. You're right. <laughs> and I found the ham sandwiches next to my bed this morning. I was like, what is this plastic bag full of goodies? Oh, it's ham sandwiches. Ham sandwich. Yeah, we talked about the hole a little bit, and Greg's just like, I, s- I clearly watched the hole because I wanted to see boobs, and I didn't see boobs. <laughs> I watched through all the terrible 45 minutes of TV. So he's going to borrow the movie. He's like, I want to borrow it from you, but I don't want to borrow it just like watch the boobs and give it back to you. I'm like, dude, just tell me you watched the whole movie. He's like, okay, totally. I'm going to fast forward it and pause Which it is um, just as creepy as you think it sounds good. No, I'm not actually going to do it. It's not worth the time. Are you Everybody recording? says that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I am. <laughs> I don't know where we just cut in. I can't even remember. I, I pressed record a while ago. Okay. Um, so, yes, no, I am uh, still angry. Did you get the part where my friend Heather's in here and uh, what she brought to a child's birthday party instead of a present was just beer? No, no, I didn't get that. <laughs> so, Can we bring Heather on? Yes. Say hello, Heather. Hello. <laughs> so she's like, you know, I feel kind of bad because I didn't. I went to a child's birthday party and all I brought was beer. <laughs> It made me happy. Therefore, it that's made all that matters. Happier. You if it showed makes up, you happy that makes his birthday party happier. You were there. That's the all that matters. Kid did not care whether I was there or not. He no. really paid me no attention. So yeah. I drank beer in the corner <laughs> and creepily stared. At <laughs> I'm just gonna lurk at a child's birthday party. Just sit there drinking and lurking and like it half in the dark. <laughs> One of the other moms even just looked at Karen and she was like, "You don't have kids, do you?" <laughs> You just tell by our scared expressions. On well, our especially if they're like all running around, like no diapers changed, and you guys are just standing there, obviously enjoying a beer. Obviously, you're not changing, like chasing around some rug rat in there. Rug rat. Rug rat. That was a good show. Uh, no, uh-uh. no, it wasn't. It was kind of okay. No, it was on after Doug. It was awful. It's on after Doug and mm. Daria. Well, again, I didn't get to watch. I didn't get to watch it very much. But, oh yeah. But I still, I have seen like five minutes of it, and I didn't like it. Well, then that's enough to make an assessment. Greg, I'm sorry I challenged Another you. one I didn't like? Babel or whatever? Babel? What is that show with the, the elephant? Elephants? Babar. Yeah. Babar. Babar. There we go. Babar. Oh, no, Babel is the Brad Pitt movie. Um. <laughs> and, a, and a brand of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that show sucks. I used to love that show. I mm. loved it too, by the way. I'm sorry. Okay. Babar was awesome. You know what was good, though? Reading Rainbow. Well, of course. It had Jordi LaForge. Well, yeah. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. I remember we used to have to watch that in my um, third grade class. Or not have to watch yeah. it. We got yeah, to watch it. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. a privilege to watch because it. Because it was, it was on After Square One, yes. which was also Square the best one. show ever. Yes. Great. And I remember I was never allowed to watch TV before any, um, yeah, before any grade except for third grade. Three to one contact. Three, two, one. Contact is the reason, is the answer that everything happens. Contact. <laughs> what, nobody? Nobody knows three, two, one contact? Dude, you said I remember like... three, two, one contact. I remember <laughs> the show. I don't remember the song. No. That was an awesome show. Yeah. Did you sound like you're the least singer of sticks Math-net. the way yeah, you're singing Math-net. that? Math was on square one. It was not on three, two, reason. one contact. <laughs> What's that? Mathnet was on square one, not three, two, one contact. Was Are it? you sure? I think so. No, I think you're wrong. She's a professor. She can't be wrong. <laughs> She's infallible. I'm wrong about nothing. <laughs> I think it's about time we wrap up. <laughs> it's so poppy. <laughs> I think. Uh, Hi, puppy. Hi, puppy. 
I should never say that Don't again. Don't ever say that That's, again. Uh, I wish I could cut that out right now, but I already have to cut out enough. Um, so, um, this has been a good show. Yes. It's Indeed. been a good day. Mr. Funches was quite the treat. He was. Mr. Funches is awesome. He's going to be appearing at uh, Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night at 7.30 and 10 p.m. Definitely, definitely suggest going out to see him. Um, you won't regret it. Yep. He's awesome. And if you're in the San Francisco area, he will be at Cobb's Comedy Club on the 26th and the Purple Onion on the 29th. Oh, look at Kenny. Oh, Getting the Kenny. plugs in. <laughs> Kenny B, excellent He's going to have to work. get him someday. What's that? What? Mm. Kenny B, good work on uh, getting all the booking taken care of. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Kenny, right. we love you. We do, even though we need to cut off your mic sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, if you enjoy Fun Employment Radio, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for a free 14-day trial and get a free audiobook. Well worth your time. It helps us. It helps Audible. And it helps you. Such a dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Do you, I'm sorry, Sirex Dylan hates income. <laughs> I do. I despise You it. despise. I challenge income by having a negative bank <laughs> sponsor, account. Sponsor our show and Sarah will make fun of it. You know what? <laughs> all I want to do is not be able to buy anything. So, um, yeah, ever. Just, I just want to work all day and like not make any money. <laughs> yeah, 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 apparently. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the audible link. I'm starting to lose the ability to speak. Thank you very much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Wow. We'll be back next week with uh, all kinds of stuff happening. Angela Johnson is hot. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. And a bitch.com. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Call me Angela.